we both really loved podcasts. And uh, we both, I mean, Beth has been, we call her the OG of true crime because it's true. <laughs> She's been studying true crime for decades. And um, I am new to the bandwagon. So every time I would learn about a new case, I was trying to stump her. And uh, she was like, get out of here. I, already no, I wasn't down, like that. <laughs> down youngin. I already know about that one. And uh, then uh, I, we, 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 I don't know if y'all heard of Atlanta Monster, but that really caught both of our attention. And it was strange to me that there, I had never heard of a, of a black serial killer. And Beth was like, yeah, they're all, there's, of course, there's black serial killers. Yeah, we I, heard think about you, them. I think you said, uh, but there aren't any black serial killers. And right. I was I, like, yeah, I there, there are. The lie. <laughs> I believe the lie and Beth set me straight. That's why she's a good white lady. Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherilyn. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. Wendy and Beth from Fruit Loops, thank you so much for being on Chatting Over Chowder. And Sherilyn and I were talking earlier, and we realized that we never introduce who we are on our own damn podcast. So we, <laughs> and we teach people how to podcast. So it's ironic that we are our worst clients. <laughs> oh, like, interesting. A hundred percent. We're our worst clients. We tell all of our clientele what to do, how, how to find like their topics. And we just like, we're winging it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you put so much energy and effort into telling everybody else what to do. Like, you know what I mean? The contractor's home is the worst one on the block. You know Preach. Preach. <laughs> true story. True story. So we're going to, so like, we've already recorded like two months worth of content, but fuck it. We're going to start anew. So <laughs> awesome. So I am Bethany and Sherline is my business partner and we run Crackers and Soup. And Crackers and Soup is a podcast management company. And we do everything from creating intros and outros to editing episodes, to creating show notes, titles, and everything in between. So we do all of the things. And with us today is, yeah, we do so much. <laughs> we do everything that Beth does. <laughs> with us today is Beth and Wendy from Fruit Loops. And I just love them so much. And they are going to talk to us about their podcast, Fruit Loops. Um, now, what is the entire title? It's Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color. And if you mm -hmm. have not listened to this podcast, you are so behind on the True Crime podcast. Oh. So, yeah. No, but really. So I Thank was you. on you guys' shit from like the second episode <laughs> that you all dropped. Oh, wow. we'll get into that. And that was when we were terrible. <laughs> and I was like, I, I love their terrible asses. <laughs> I know they're going to get better. I know they are. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that warms my heart. <laughs> so I'm just going to quickly read your bio and let everybody know you guys' business. And then we can get into all of the nonsense tomfoolery that we're going to get into. Okay. Mm, Which we've yeah. already started. So people are behind the eight ball. So, okay. 
So your origin story, Fruit Loop started over our love of, not our love, Wendy and Beth's love. (laughs) 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 Of true podcasts and their realization that the true crime space was lacking diverse female voices as well as the diverse stories. Rather than waiting for that kind of show to magically appear, they decided to create it themselves. In July of 2018, they launched the podcast and 100 plus episodes later, still going strong. As a duo, they host, produce, and manage all the things for the pod. Fruit Loops, Serial Killers of Color, has been featured in the New York Times. The <laughs> New <laughs> York Times. <laughs> 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 horns. And we'll talk about the air horns in a second. (laughs) Harper's Bazaar, Parade Magazine, and Murder Murder News. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy, yes, ma'am. I I wasn't sure if I should. Are we doing? Is this a sound effects allowed podcast? Are we allowed to do a sound effects, or do you guys have your own? (laughs) We're gonna do sound effects, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you why I'm hating on you in a second. So. Oh, okay. okay. But I but I can say this because we're cool, because we're people. And like this isn't that's this is right. not the first time interacting. That's, like we <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm being prepared to be read. Yes. <laughs> Wendy is an African American Latinx queer millennial, and Beth is a Gen Xer and the show's resident OG of true crime, who just happens to be white. We don't hold it against her. We embrace it for it. We <laughs> let you, you be so you. Much. You're I welcome. appreciate it. Caucasian. <laughs> She's Caucasian without the Caucasianosity. <laughs> they are just a couple of gals interested in true crime who join forces to tell the true crime stories that you've never heard. Ear horns. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, We're really thank you. To be here. So <laughs> the best part about you guys is not only the details in which you guys tell the crimes and the stories and, and the history and the way that you hold so valiantly the victims of each and every episode, but also that you guys have introduced your listeners to ear horns and sound effects. And because I listen to you guys all the time, when we first started our podcast, like Cheryl, I can attest, when we first started the podcast, I was like, I need ear horns, like Fruit Loops. I need to be like, like after I read people's bio, I so want to immediately go, because you guys have infiltrated my world so much. But we were like, how can, how can we, how can we turn that and, and make it our own? So, so then then we like, so then we were like, okay, we were going to get spoons and we were going to hit them on the glass and we're going to be like, that was whack. And then then we're going to get like two spoons and clank them together because that's very Dominican in honor of like Sherline. And then I was like, nothing sounds right. So we're just like, woo. So we have our, yes. our lame, woo, yay. <laughs> How about a dinner bell? No. I said, yeah, a dinner that's bell. not a bad idea. I did yeah. say a cowbell in one of the episodes. I was like, what about, but I feel like that if I rang the cowbell, all of our listeners would be like, oh my God. <laughs> but all you need is more cowbell. <laughs> If I could right? get come Christopher on, Walken come on, on. Talk about it, <laughs> if 
Christopher Walken could come on and be like, crackers and soup is giving you more cowbell. <laughs> Forget it. I'd be done. I'd be like, this is where we retire because we can't get no better. <laughs> I should just preface this by saying, Caroline is sick. I like browbeat her into being here tonight. She's looking beautiful. Um, so she may not be talking that much yeah. or she may be just coughing in the background, but she is here, everybody. <laughs> She's with us today. <laughs> She doesn't oh, have COVID. She's already been tested. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glad you don't have COVID. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. She does have like a super sexy Kathleen Turner thing happening. Nice. And then we work it, girl. Right? Like, because yeah. she is like Wendy and she's a millennial and I'm like Beth and I'm a Gen Xer. I was like, do you hey. know, do you know who Kathleen Turner is? <laughs> She said, I do. And I was like, well, every time you talk, you're romancing my stone. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm clever. <laughs> you are. That is a good one. That is a good one. I yeah, love that it. was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's clever or corny. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. What it, is. <laughs> it puts a smile on the face. So it works. It, it does. Works. Um, it does. Yes, yes, but I'm sorry you're under the weather, but I'm so happy to meet you. Hey. Did you say Dominican? Yes, I'm Dominican. Whenever I meet other um, Black people from Central America, I get so excited <laughs> because I, I, my citizenship papers get the hell out of here. <laughs> you just Uh-oh, completely Becky. broke up. So all it was was citizen papers and get the hell out of here. And the fact that <laughs> I know you, sense. I think that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, my dual internet. citizenship. You have dual citizenship? Yes, I do. Thankfully. Okay. I'm working on it. And then <laughs> see you later. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So I love the fact that we're not part of like a a podcast previously, or you guys don't have any um, auto engineering experience. So tell your journey and how you guys got into Fruit Loops and, and how you felt that the true crime arena was lacking in diversity. Do you want to take it, Wendy? Um, sure. I guess our, our journey from the beginning, I think you mentioned in our bio that we both really loved podcasts and we both I mean Beth has been we call her the OG of true crime because it's true (laughs) she's been studying true crime for decades and um I am new to the bandwagon so every time I would learn about a new case I was trying to stump her (laughs) and uh she was like get out of here I I wasn't like that (laughs) down youngin I already know about that one and uh, then uh, I, we, 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 I don't know if you all heard of Atlanta Monster, but that really caught both of our attention. And it was strange to me that there, I had never heard of a, of a black serial killer. And Beth was like, yeah, they're all, there's, of course there's black serial killers. Yeah. We I heard about you, them. I think you said, I, but there aren't any black serial killers. And right. I was I, like, yeah, I there, there are. The lie. <laughs> I believe the lie. And Beth set me straight. That's why she's a good white lady. Um, she's one. Of, she's, she's my favorite white lady. <laughs> the list is short. <laughs> anyway, so we realized. I realized after talking to Beth that there were serial killers of color, and I just thought it was so interesting 
that there was nothing out there about them. And Beth actually kept putting the idea more and more in my head, like, you thought more about doing that podcast? You thought more about doing that podcast? And we just, it's the, it snowballed, right? Into meetings yeah. and looking into equipment and all that stuff. And uh, we really did not know what we were doing. We messed up a lot. And but now here we are. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, uh, we just Googled a lot. And I think we, we wrote up the script. And it took us a while to actually record because we were nervous about it. We didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recorded the first episode like three times. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing, but we did know there was no other show doing what we wanted to uh, do. Just, just yeah. true crime based on, uh, yeah, what we wanted to do. There may have been a couple like uh, uh, Crime and Color. Crime and Color, uh, yeah. Esther at uh, Once Upon a Crime, but I, I don't think she, she doesn't specifically focus on people of color. She just, she's just like true crime, everything. And then there was um, Affirmative Murder started around the same time that we did too. So there was a few, but not many. Um, so we wanted to just um, make room for ourselves as soon as we could. So there you go. And because you guys are so unique, you guys have wanted, to, and you guys have family members, you have created this following and created this just massive audience, all while keeping your identity secret. Yes. <laughs> Which I think yeah. is amazing. So I implore any listener to immediately go to YouTube, which is in our show notes, and watch this video because we are all in disguises. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Beth oh, is... I came out of my mom's pool this way. <laughs> yeah, I really look like this. <laughs> a I phenomenal like this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> a phenomenal anime woman. And Wendy mm-hmm. is a disappearing testicle. <laughs> uh, green, I might add. Green, right? Yeah. Yes, it's green. It's like an ectoplasm. <laughs> it's ectoplasm green, though. It's not just green, it's ectoplasm yeah, it's, green. <laughs> it looks like it's radioactive, actually. <laughs> don't get me started because I won't stop you are not doing yourself service if you do not go watch this video it's like you are doing yourself just a grave injustice and it's a crying shame immediately stop listening to this audio and go to YouTube and watch this video (laughs) because the tomfoolery of the the mouth opening testicle is just wild Ooh. Oh, you're kind of freaking me out, Wendy. Okay, I'll <laughs> No, keep doing it. <laughs> you know, um, when me and when me and Beth record, we don't see our, ourselves. It's we just record with audio, with listening to each other. So it's like a treat to see how Beth moves when she talks. And I assume she knows that I'm very animated when I'm talking. Yes. So. <laughs> I hardly I hardly move at all. <laughs> So little a little podcasting tip. The reason why we record in a video as well as an audio is because this allows us to repurpose the content even more. Oh, wow. Mm. So it invites people who like to view the videos. And Mm -hmm. it also invites people who like to view the audios. And as you all know, we do little clips of behind the scenes. We can do little clips 
on reels. So it gives us more content that we can repurpose so that we can invite listeners to have the full chatting over chowder experience with us. A little crackers and soup tip. Contact us now. (laughs) And I I think on top of that too, um, it really helps you kind of gauge the vibe of everybody. And, you know, you're able to sort of give each other, you know, like visual cues, you know what I mean? A lot easier. So I think I, I enjoy video as well, even if it's in incognito mode. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Well, now, now I feel like we gotta, we gotta, like this is working, Beth. I mean, you do, you look very, you're, you're, you're. My you my my face is not really moving looks, very much, so right. It's it's kind of weird. It, yeah. It's not. I mean, I'm an anime character, but my face is not animated. <laughs> it's very Botox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if if you put Botox all over my entire face. It's very real housewives. Yes. Very much so. I just love though that it like does the hair and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I have bangs and sometimes I don't. It depends on how far away I get. (laughs) And and you're like your hearty laugh, your mouth just moves like this. Yeah. I know. Just a little tiny. Uh, uh, A little mouse. I open my mouth wide. (laughs) okay that's freaky (laughs) so I was real like I changed my outfit four times because I knew I initially I had a sweater on and I was like this is not a sweater on conversation I need like a kimono with a tank top because I knew I was gonna get super hot and sweaty from this conversation. Oh, and that was before I saw the testicles. (laughs) I wish I could show you that I have my hand under my screen cupping them, but you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are we allowed to say bad words about things on this show? Fuck like four times. We're really <laughs> just saying it's just wondering, just wanted just, to make just sure. Making sure. <laughs> we are labeled explicit okay. <laughs> on, on really? apples and everything. Oh nice. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. We have our we have the big E. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yes. So so you guys are incognito on purpose because you didn't know how the audience was going to react towards you basically telling the truth, saying the news is racist. And that's what you guys said. Oh my God, I can't with the testicles bouncing up and down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find a different one. It's slaying me. Okay. Walter Cronkite did not have these type of issues. <laughs> Yeah, he's like a real journalist. Man, I'm just, I'm just a girl with a big mouth who won't shut up and wants to get paid for it. So, how did you, how did you guys figure out which story you were going to tell first? You want to take that one, Beth? Sure, but I just put a roll in my mouth. <laughs> oh, okay, then I'll go. Uh, so, <laughs> so we are from Phoenix. Well, that's where we live. That's where we work. And we had a serial killer in our backyard, essentially, um, who happened to be a Black man. And the stories that were told about his upbringing and the victims, we felt were lacking. And we thought we could add something to what people already knew and also find out some more interesting things just because we lived here. 
So that's why we picked that as our first episode. We know the place. We kind of all heard the story on the news. Beth, what Beth, uh, like, our, worked down the street from where one of his about, bodies was found. And, yeah. And from where he lived, about a quarter of a mile from where he lived. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was I mean, it, was it takes like seven minutes to walk to his house from where I worked. She's timed it. <laughs> yeah, because I walked down there. <laughs> so there you have it. All the reasons. So we have a long list of reasons why we decided to go with the baseline killer. <laughs> it was close to home. It was it was kind of a no brainer, you know. And we I were love, fascinated I love with the story. Sorry. That's okay. I love that you guys just don't focus on the killings themselves. You guys tell a historical breakdown of, and you bring in Native Americans and the land in which that was stolen from them. You Mm -hmm. bring in the type of delicacies that they have. Mm -hmm. I really, like, you know, I've been sweating you guys since episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That really means a lot. And, tell and, my mom. Yes, tell your mom. Tell your mom. Let her be proud. Finally, she'll be proud. Finally. Finally. You're like, Black people are calling me saying, Mommy, they've listened to me since episode one. Be proud. Right? Yeah. See, I, it's it's the immigrant. My immigrant mother is never going to be proud of me until I, like, am a doctor or marry one. So... <laughs> So I've, for now, podcasting will have to do, and I'm going to have to let her know that crackers and soup said it, okay? <laughs> and you let her know that I've worked with a hum- whole bunch of attorneys in my other life? Uh-huh. Overrated. Yeah, hey. not, they're not that great. Nah. Okay. I'm going to let I'm gonna let her know that too. Footnote, mom. Just don't <laughs> let her watch this. Okay. Because I don't know how she'll feel about the green <laughs> so yeah and what you guys also do is something so beautiful and as I just stated I I worked with attorneys for many years I was actually before this in the criminal justice world for almost two decades oh wow yeah so I worked with defense attorneys as well as the majority of my time I worked at the district attorney's office so we saw everything from felonious motor vehicle violations all the way to attempted murder. Wow. And we had victims Mm -hmm. continuously coming in out out of the office with these horrific stories of these acts that had been done upon them. And Mm -hmm. I am very particular. And that's why I was so attracted to your podcast. And it was just icing on the cake that I got to meet you guys and that you guys were just as engaging um, in person (laughs) <laughs> or in testicle or in anime <laughs> as you guys are on your podcast because mm. so many podcasts don't hold the value of the victim and you guys actually say rest in power in mm-hmm. every single episode that you guys do uh, and, and then when there wasn't a particular episode in which you're not supposed to speak the victim's name mm-hmm. you actually yeah. went back and you retracted and yeah. you apologized Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you guys are always learning you guys are always truthful you guys are always honest and you guys are so respectful and as somebody who's worked in the criminal justice who worked in the criminal justice justice system for so long thank you oh thank you thank you yeah first of all did you start working in the criminal justice system after preschool 
And I, also, <laughs> I did. I came out of the womb and I was like, mommy, this is oh. where I want to be. Okay. Wow. Two, a two decade mm-hmm. career. You just, wow. Oh, what yeah. in the name of Angela Bassett? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, re- we really appreciate that. And I think we know where we decided I don't know we if we wrote it on our mission statement or something but that was something that we wanted to be sure to do um I I don't know if you're aware that there's like this whole culture of serial killer and true crime like um memorabilia and merch and stuff like that and it's gross uh, it is it is gross while we do call out the news for being um racist we want people to remember that there's a reason why people, victims, and sometimes the perps find themselves in these conditions that make them vulnerable to being involved in um, something horrific. So, yeah. yeah, and we're not interested in in uh, glorifying the the killers. Mm-hmm. We're more interested in figuring out why they did what they did and um, what we can learn from that and how that can help our society going forward. That's what mm-hmm. we're interested in. Yeah, and learning's the name of the game. Like um, we talk about things that maybe we don't get right the first time we blurt it out of our mouths, and you're right, we go back and retract it. There, used, there was a time when we used to say. Uh, when we would do our How Not to Get Murdered, we would say that we were learning, we we were doing this segment to learn from other people's mistakes. And we corrected it to say, no, we're we're sharing this to learn from other people's experiences. Another thing we learned, we started doing recently was we're trying to be um, gender non-binary um, friendly and pronoun friendly, right? So we're trying to get away from saying guys. And at the end of our show, we close it out every time with look alive, now we say y'all, right, to be more inclusive and respectful in that way. So we're, we're doing our best. We, we um, try. Yeah. And so, even down to using the terminology sex workers. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, and not using the, the disparaging prostitutes or because mm-hmm. they are people. This is what they're working to do to earn money. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because some people see them as lower in society, they are targeted more. Mm -hmm. And it's important to remind your audience that these are people. Yeah. Yeah, And that they have families. Yes. And it's really easy to dismiss them by calling them prostitutes and, Mm -hmm. and not, you know, talk about why they're doing this work and Mm -hmm. that they are human beings and they have lives and they're important too. Absolutely. And it's funny because I found you guys right on the tail end of me um, listening to another podcast mm-hmm. regarding murder. Okay. Okay. And I hated them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. She's, she's mentioned this quite a bit to me too. Uh, oh. and, and compares them often to you guys. And is just like, no, this is trash. Uh, it, like Bethany has been literally from the I want to say it was like the first week I met her and we were talking about podcasts. Uh-huh. She's like, you need to listen to Fruit Loops. Yeah, no, that's, that's sort of how we, I don't know how we're still doing this because the numbers just going to keep growing. Yeah. We <laughs> well, just keep people keep along. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just keep doing what we're doing and people keep listening. So thank you for sharing Bethany, sharing us with your friends well, and everything. I, 
I think that it's also um, a true testament to how if when you're inclusive, mm-hmm. you actually open up to a wider audience. Of course, you open up to criticism as well, which I know that you guys have faced quite a bit, you know, in, in the comments back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you guys feel you you deal with that, with that backlash that sometimes you can um the you criticism? Can get? Mm-hmm. Um whew. Well, some some of it's just silly. Well, <laughs> and just dismiss it, you know. <laughs> some of it you can tell yeah. it's dudes and they, they just don't like us because we're women and uh some of them are mm-hmm. racist and you can just tell. And the, and then there's ones that um mm-hmm. have construct, constructive criticism and I listen to those like our mm-hmm. audio sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In early days our audio did suck and uh <laughs> we we worked really hard to figure out how to yes. fix that. So you know, it, I don't take I per, mm-hmm. I don't take it personally yeah. really. And w- while we're always learning, we try to give our audience an opportunity to learn too. And sometimes in our, like our discussion groups or something might come up that, you know, maybe is a blind spot for me or a blind spot for Beth. And we like to see if our audience can sort of come up with ways to, you know, did we, did we miss something? Can you help us look at it another way? That kind of thing. So yeah, we're all learning all the time, trying to be our best sexy selves. Yeah. yeah. We try to keep an open mind and, and uh, look for constructive criticism you know, um, try to learn. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they do hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know where they live, girl. I- <laughs> no, I mean, with that, you guys obviously hide your your identity. Um, have you guys had any, like, super fans that have tried to, like, solve the mystery of who you are? Not that I know of. Although, every time we've done an interview... They always say that they Google us and try to figure out who who we are before we talk to them, and uh, they they haven't been able to figure it out. So, <laughs> so don't but... don't try to figure it out. <laughs> don't try to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I've already had face to face. Wendy's already destroyed that I've, for us. I no, I've ruined it so many times, and I I I don't know what to say except I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. And then I always hope that people will forget. You know, like I was hoping you forgot, Bethany. <laughs> but no, I forgot. <laughs> but it just shows how much Cheryl and I love you and respect you because all of our correspondence was like, reminder, you're gonna be on video. Get you get your avatar. Reminder, you're gonna be on video. <laughs> You know, we, we sent those pictures to you, the, the cartoon pictures, and I wanted to use that, but I couldn't find it on the snap camera at all. I couldn't That's either. I couldn't. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll use those for all of our graphics. So don't you fret. They will be used. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So usually we would start off talking about soup, but... Beth has her soup and Wendy does not. <laughs> and Beth said, and I quote, this is the best soup I've ever eaten. And I Wendy said, said <laughs> sigh. <laughs> but here's something it you is, don't know it's about really me good. is if it were up to me, I would ban all solid foods and make us all eat soup three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, to the end of time. I stand so hard for soup. 
Me and man, fight me. Well, you have you have something to look forward to tomorrow when your soup comes. I know I'm so fucking excited. (laughs) (laughs) And not only is it soup, as and you know, Beth already said it, but it's like 64 ounces in a glass jar. Oh my god. Of tomato bisque goodness. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. You need to tell us and how like rolls and oh it came with a ladle too. Yeah, Beth told me it came with a real spoon, like not it's a just like metal <laughs> and everything. I was I was like, you can wash it and use it again? She said, Yeah, girl. I was like, oh my God. Mind blown. Thank you guys so much. I yeah, mean, thank that you. That is like the nicest thing anybody's done for us in 2021. <laughs> thank you. I, I was expecting like a Lipton cup of soup or something. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an upgrade to what other people have said. <laughs> that's right. That real? is a total upgrade oh, man. to what people have said. Most people are like, I expected like a can of Campbell's. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you guys really showed up and showed out, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so impressed. So you can buy this Mil and send gracias. it, send it can't to thank people you for, like, if they're sick or something. That'd yes, be so it, sweet. exactly. It's from Spoonful of Comfort, um, and we we mentioned them in, like, every episode because they're so phenomenal, and, they, and the presentation is truly, like, unwrapping a gift. It is, and, yeah. And that's, what, and that's, like, what we want for our guests. We want our guests to have an experience in chatting with a chowder. It's not just, hey, let's just chat a little bit, but it starts way before that. It starts with, like, our communication and our email, and we've been very fortunate because everybody that we've interviewed we we know intimately. Like, it's not like we're just pulling people out because we vet oh. people. Right. Yeah. And, and we... Uh, like we only want the people who share our same values and our same beliefs. And mm. we want to recognize them and focus on them and concentrate on them. So in addition to that, we also want to show them how much we appreciate and how special they are in our lives. Well, it is a really <laughs> nice gift. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Am, that is so Queen, are you, are you all right, are so Wendy? Nice? Is this a dream? I'm just kidding. No, it's like, you know, when people are really nice and like looking behind you, like, are they talking like, to me? <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much. That's we re- I am really appreciative. And I'm speaking for Beth here. She is too. Yeah, me I can too. see it on your face. Look at how yes. much you're loving that soup. Look at that. Look at you. <laughs> Finally, a you know what that was like that was like (laughs) that smile was like the turtle that smiled like no 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 not the turtle the oh my god what the what the hell is that thing that the sloth that that smiled in that freaking movie zootopia Yes, yes. <laughs> like and it just froze. Like she's like was like such a slow smile, and then it was like, yes. Look at me. <laughs> that, that is, is pretty is weird. Awesome, man. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Well, it's been um, a weird I, week, y'all. <laughs> and it's only Ooh. Wednesday. It's only- <laughs> yeah. Ooh. One week post insurrection. <laughs> and 
second impeachment down. Yeah. Even the Republicans yeah. are like, fuck you and all yeah. your and your family and your business. When I know. When the How did this like, take four years? God oh damn it. Oh, I can't believe this took four years. I don't know. They were like, fuck me. Fuck, I don't fuck, know. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, they were, I'm over you, your mother, your grandmother, your brother, your father, your sister, your kids, your, your grandchildren, all of y'all. And I was Get like, Get the hell out of here. Really? Your life had to be put in danger before you were over it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. that. And, and there's only like, mm, what, yeah. 12 days left? That's yeah. a shame. So, so when he was causing mass hysteria for all of the colored people, <laughs> It was like, whatever. It's right? just Donald being Donald. About it. Right. But yet, mm-hmm. when their lives yeah. were put into jeopardy, then they were like, oh, he's a madman. Yeah. We gotta do something about him. And I'm yep. like, did you not read this, all of yeah. his Twitter rants for four for 48 yeah, months? Are you guys new here? Have you not? <laughs> have you not this seen whole seen thing this? has been uh, like just a display of white privilege, really. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is yes, hashtag black has. people issues every damn day. Welcome to being black. How's yeah. it feel? It sucks. <laughs> but it's but, hard in this country. It's hard in this country. <laughs> but have you watched it, the it is, no right? fly list videos? Oh, no. You got to search <laughs> yes. the hashtag no fly list. Oh, it'll bring joy to your heart. It's really, it's really funny. There's a lot of crying yeah. racists that can't get on their plane, <laughs> throwing fits in the blubbery airport tears. and blubbery tears. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. sucks it to feel like awesome. a second class citizen. Uh, yeah, I know. This is the first time they've experienced hey. that, and they're like, "Oh my god, this sucks." <laughs> I know. I know. Can you imagine what it was like to live on this land for thousands of years and then have somebody come and say? Amen. Oh, you you don't live here anymore. <laughs> not only do you not live here anymore, but we're going I to kill I your livelihood. Yeah. yeah, we're going to kill your livelihood. Yeah. We're going to kill your crops yeah. and your food and your access mm-hmm. to water. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to walk, watch you wither and die. Bye bye. Whatever's, whatever's left of you, we're going to destroy mm-hmm. your culture. And then when you want money, that's just yeah, justifiably yours. We're going to assign white people to give you an allowance. So that you can retrieve said money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it sucks. Yeah. Maybe it don't does. treat no, everybody. And, uh, don't treat all citizens like that. Come, right. The yeah. chickens have come home to roost. So you know this is uh, hopefully America can sell for what it is because I heard a lot of people and it was making me mad. This just isn't our country. Yes, it is. So I'm I'm just I'm just gonna sit my black ass back and watch, uh participate when necessary, you know, call whoever I need to, donate wherever I need to. But um yeah, I am curious to see what's next. The best thing that I saw from Ari Masad of MSNBC, and, and I love MSNBC. Um is he was saying that the only thing that brings him solace is this is happening because the country is changing. There are more people that are coming into the Senate that are women, that are people of color, that have people that have different opinions of how this country should should be embraced and how it should run. And people who are used to the same old, same old are now seeing the idea of this country flip up. Yeah. And people are getting nervous because they don't yeah. want that transition to happen. And I didn't, 
I didn't mm-hmm. think of that perspective before. So I was really grateful for him for saying that because he said, this is our country. However, this is happening because. Yeah. And I, I've also heard yeah. it described yeah. as, and I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember where I, I heard this, but a, a last gasp of the, the white supremacists, white uh, ruling class, whatever. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. That sounds as good as I think your soup tastes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Wendy, do you remember the uh, tomato soup at Bertha's? Um, yeah. Restaurant Bertha's? Yeah. You've had that before, haven't uh-huh. you? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's good, right? Yeah. This is yeah. Like ten, 10 times better. Wow. <laughs> it it's really good. Bertha. Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> Wow. Wow. So, so let me guys let me tell you guys about Spoonful of Comfort. So it is it was created by the our founder. Her name his name her name is Marty. Um and her mother passed away and she wanted a way in which to honor her mother and her mother was like one of these people who would make all this food and everybody was welcome into her home and she would always feed them. So that's how it started. And I guess which I didn't realize but Kimberly Sumter uh, she is a guest on on one of our episodes, and she was telling me that what? she was watching Shark Tank. Uh huh. And they were on Shark Tank, and Shark Tank denied them. And I was oh, like, my God, worst what? mistake, Shark Tank. Yeah, jeez, they're phenomenal. Wow. And not only are they woman founded, and they're just like super nice people, but they're also. BLM alliances and their alliances with LGBTQ, like they check all of the boxes. Wow. And so what you can do is, as Beth had had said earlier, you can actually choose a soup and you can send it to somebody. How we how we had initially found them is one of our clients is pregnant and she was in her first trimester and she couldn't eat anything. She was just always consistently ill. Yeah. And we were like, oh, well, we need to send her something that's like aligned with crackers and soup. So we we need to find her some soup. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. And we, of course, I vetted the hell out of everybody. And Spoonful of Comfort was what checked out the boxes. And she got it. And it was the only thing that she could eat for like a week. And she had it for breakfast. She had it. Wow. And it was the only thing that she could could ingest and keep it down. Um, And then Sherilyn and I we're like, well, we need to order it. So we got it and we were like, oh, it's good. Because Wendy, you know, yes, you know about flavor. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm well versed in flavors. In the Mm -hmm. spice rack versus the spice cabinet. Our biggest fear was like, okay, we're going to try the soup. It's going to be bland. It's going to be nothing great. Yeah. And we knew that like the majority of the people that we're going to have on here are women of color. Uh-huh. And we can't have that reputation of sending some whack ass bland ass soup that that's 64 ounces that people just don't enjoy. Like what the hell are they gonna do with 64 ounces of shitty <laughs> shitty ass soup? Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who tested it first? Oh, we did together. Oh together. Okay. We like it was like a whole thing. The kids, Bethany's kids were involved in everything. It oh was, nice. Oh man, we Sounds fun. enjoyed we, yeah. we were like we were like what we were like hold on hold on hold on i'm like this is actually good i was like oh i don't need that because i was ready i was ready with the salt 
<laughs> yeah, it does not need salt. It's very no, flavorful. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. That is amazing. That, and the rolls are like. really good too. Okay. Yeah. The rolls are so good. One of our guests was like, hey, can the rolls be refrigerated? And Sherline were Sherline and I were like, we don't know. We've never had leftover rolls. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, valid question. We just can't answer it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. Mm. So I'm so glad, Beth, that you're enjoying it. Wendy, I, you have to take a picture. Like, it, you have to take an incognito picture of when you get it. Even if it's just like okay. your hand touching the ladle. Everybody knows okay. that you have a little brown hand. It'll be okay. No one can identify it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's just a floating testicle with no soup. Yeah, I know. Very, very sad floating testicle. <laughs> Wendy's like story of my life, man. Story. Yeah, I'm telling white you, white people—they take everything, man. They do, man. Give me my reparations already. <laughs> I think it's pretty fitting that Beth got her soup and Wendy did it. <laughs> it is. You know, black people are late for everything. <laughs> so okay let's transition into what podcasts you guys are listening to because not only is it you know we're talking to women in the podcasting industry but we want to know what you guys are listening to on the reg so beth you brought up true crime obsessed yeah so tell us why you're listening to it and why you love it well i came up with uh that one. I listened to a lot of podcasts and I had a really hard time picking one, but that's the one that I listen to regularly. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the episode to come out on Tuesday when it comes out. Uh, Cause they're, they're really funny. They're really entertaining. What they do is they listen to, or they watch a documentary, a true crime documentary, and then they talk about it. They tell you, tell you what what happened in the documentary and they're hilarious and but they're also very respectful of victims and I appreciate that and um, they're all inclusive one of the uh, it's Patrick Hines and uh, Jillian Pensavalli and I, I think they're they're in the theater world and they live in New York City and I think they've been in the theater um, for for a while and so I think they've done acting and stuff like that so um, Patrick is a gay man and he's married and has a daughter and uh, Jillian is uh, I think she's oh she does Hamilcast I think too I think oh okay yeah okay I think you're right so, yeah yeah um, and sometimes um I, I've heard of a documentary, but I'm not really sure if I want to watch it, if I want to spend the time, you know, and so I'll just listen to their show and find, you know, have them tell me about it and see, see if I want to watch it or not. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I think that their show's all I need. <laughs> I don't need to watch that. <laughs> Other times I'm like, you know what, that sounds really interesting. I think I will watch it. Like, um, don't fuck with cats. I was not going to watch that at all. Um, but then I listened to their coverage of that one and I was like, I, I think, I think I do want to watch this. So I watched it. Yeah. Were you, were you pleased after you watched it? Cause I watched maybe like two episodes, two segments of that. And I was like, Meh. I thought it was really interesting. Um, 
but I, what I was afraid of was the, uh, uh, the scenes of the cats being tortured. Oh, I didn't get to that part. That was at the very beginning. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I could be wrong. The ship real early. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I could be wrong, but I, I think it was at the beginning, but I, I ended up like covering my eyes and, um, just like when that part came on, um, it wasn't really that explicit, but I knew it was happening and it was really troublesome to me. So anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for that. And Wendy, you chose the read. I listened to the read and I like guffawed when they were talking about Nicki Minaj's kid. I was crying. Yeah. I was like, this episode <laughs> is wild. <laughs> So <laughs> why did you choose the read? They, they, I just love the read. Like Beth, um, with her choice, uh, it's a show that I can't wait until it comes out. And since I, I didn't start listening to them before the election, we all thought something was going to happen and it didn't. And I was like, I need to hear what Black people saying about this. Queer black people are saying about this, and they're so real and so funny. And the things that might have got to me that week or bothered me that week, bother them too. And they just <laughs> go off, of, and it it just feels really um, cathartic to hear somebody else just go off in a microphone for valid reasons. <laughs> and I just love Fury. I love Crystal. I think they're hilarious. I love the advice they give. Girl, break up with him. They tell everyone <laughs> <laughs> to break up with their boyfriend. It's the same. It's the same answer to every question. Should I? Should I? You know, this guy is. You know, in the middle. You know, guy. I also. I also love that they have unapologetically used the word nigga. And I. Yeah. It's not something that I use in my everyday speech, right? But I. I wish it was. I just didn't grow up using it a lot and love it when black people are just really unapologetic about using that word and taking its power. And I just admire that they do that. I just think they're fun. My, the thing that tickled me Elmo was when I was listening to the, to the episode and they were talking about (laughs) Nicki Minaj naming her child. Well, almost naming her her child Ninja. Oh, and yes. I was like, <laughs> she's setting that baby up. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. called <laughs> the N-word deep. Oh, God. I was like, what? Do you know how many people replace no. that and say ninja, please? <laughs> I have never heard yeah. that in my life replace. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You haven't? I, I, oh. Really? I've never heard it's someone not use frequent, that. But I wonder if I even heard it on TV. Like really? In Did the, they? In oh my god! Movie being when they edit it, yeah, Ninja, Ninja, please. Seriously. Uh, and uh, she didn't name him that, right? I thought the name was a secret. She and, named him something else, but for a hot second, she was contemplating naming naming her child Ninja, and I'm like. Yeah. Is that cool with everybody? If I turn the video yeah, off yeah. just in case, yeah. my, I don't want to freeze. Okay. I don't want to keep freezing. Okay. I love how All you right. decided so, to do that. The last 10 minutes of the interview, Wendy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have I been freezing this whole time? I was having too much fun talking to you to pay attention. Sorry. <laughs> 
Like, see, that's why I can't survive in podcast land without that. Because I, <laughs> I just, you know, like a wind up pull, you just like wind it up and it goes. But Beth is like details, like there's a table there, you'll fall off. Or like, <laughs> somebody's going to step on, like, yeah, I, but I, I'm I the even boring notice. one. <laughs> I'm the boring one. No. Wendy's very entertaining. <laughs> No, I'm just reckless. You you make careless. life fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. I love you, Beth. I love you too. <laughs> I love Sorry, like, the I realization I... of like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> Very sorry, everybody. Uh you're gonna see this on YouTube, right? Is if my connection is all messed up, does that ruin all of the YouTube stuff? No, it it wasn't. If anything, it adds to the humor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay and good. If, and if good. people watch the video like halfway in, it's just like space, and then all of a sudden, echoplasm testicle, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know why. <laughs> like what is happening in this video? <laughs> look! Look! <laughs> oh you guys are such a dream okay so (laughs) thank you so much I am not gonna sleep tonight because I've clearly had an hour-long workout so thank you (laughs) yeah my stomach hurts from laughing (laughs) my my throat is dry from the laughing these are like belly laughs y'all wish you had some soup Me too. I know it's coming. I'll pray that the FedEx guy comes fast tomorrow. So the last bit of our segment is called Bisk, Please. Mm. <laughs> I like it. So Bisk, Please. Actually, we should say Biscus, which is not a word. And it's really hard to say. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but there's two of you. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, what is the plural of bisque? bisque? Is it just bisque? I think it's just bisque. Just bisque. So, so biscuits. <laughs> Please tell us where our audience can find you and what you guys are promoting. Go ahead, Wendy. <laughs> oh, okay. You can find us uh, at uh, on all all podcast platforms where Fruit Loops uh, Fruit Loops Serial Killers of Color is the official name on you know spotify google Podcasts, itunes we are across all social media as fruit loops pod we have a discussion group fruit loops pod uh discussion on facebook and uh we aren't promoting anything other than our show um and if you want to support the show you can buy us a coffee um or donate us donate something on the cash app or um check out our merch on our website fruitloopspod.com so yeah there you go. Yay. So before we wrap up, let me ask you, what was the episode that like lingered with you after you recorded it? Um, for me, uh, the episode that lingered was um, the, we did an episode on a mother and father. Uh, the father was schizophrenic. And I can't remember, I want to say Anthony Ramos, Andy Ramos, Beth, help me out here. They were in Texas and they uh, mm. decapitated their baby oh, daughters. yeah, yeah. Um, and we Ru- actually Rubio, had, Rubio. Yeah, Rubio. Yeah. We, we had uh, information about the daughters and we saw the kids' pictures 
And um, I still see them when I go slides. So that one was a tough one. Kids are always really, really fun. Yeah, that was a really sad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to think of one for me. They're all, they're all interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of one. <laughs> Good answer. That. Good answer. <laughs> I think that the, the Twitter killer was the first one where we started really getting into history and culture and stuff like that. So it was meaningful to me for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, because before that, we had touched on it a little bit, but um, we hadn't really gotten into it. But that wasn't a, a, a Japanese case. Mm-hmm. And so we got into the culture of Japan and it was fascinating and how that uh, uh, might have uh, influenced him. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Ladies, we are so honored that you joined us tonight. Thank you like a trillion times. You guys are a freaking blast. And (laughs) I enjoy you guys immensely. Even when we're conversing via emails, I am (laughs) chucking it up. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having us and for the soup and everything. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, It's been really, really wonderful. And Sherline, it was very no, it was nice. A pleasure. To meet you. Yeah. Very it's nice to meet you and meet your, you and your beautiful husky voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> and as, she, as she coughs, as she coughs uncontrollably. <laughs> we, we will put where to find you everywhere in, in our show notes, in all of the links. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful night. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay super. super.